Okay, welcome to another episode of AlphaCast. This is going to be an amazing show, something that we've been really looking forward to because it's a topic that pretty much affects every human being on the planet. Unless you're on some remote island, lucky you, or up in the Andes Mountains, somewhere away from technology, you are being affected by this topic, which is EMF, RF, LF, our, uh, whatever you want to call it, electromagnetic frequencies all around us. And today our special guest is Justin Franson, who's a specialist <clears throat> in this from EMF Rocks. How are you today, Justin? Great, Mike. Thank you for having me. Well, it is so wonderful to have you on today. And of course, we have uh, Dr. Bear Lando on today as well. How are you, Bear? I'm doing great. Hi, everybody. Justin, good to see you, buddy. You too, what's Dr. It been about, what's it been about three years since uh, we met up in LA? Yeah, it's been some too, too long, of course. Yeah, good to see you. You too. Looking so, good, as always. <laughs> uh, so Justin Franson is the founder of Athleticism. For over 20 uh, years, his company has specialized in building individuals' foundations to high-level sports performance. Um, these impressive programs facilitate getting clients stronger longer and out of pain through athleticism neurostacking. Uh, clients' motor and sensory nerves get quantifiably about 20% stronger instantly with this program. Uh, his impressive clientele list consists of amateur and professional athletes from the PGA, NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, ABP, WSL, and, and much, much more. Uh, athleticism stands alone, offering one of the only, uh, if I say this right, ambidexterity programs in the country. Their stretching therapy is highly sought after for every age. Um, so he, this creative whole body, whole brain approach, coupled with nerve work and light therapy is performance at the highest level. So Justin has an amazing background with uh, working in the athletic field uh, and has had great results from what he's done. And from our talk before, Justin, last week, it sounded like you were noticing when working with these high performance athletes that even with all the new technologies uh, that we're using in sports and sports medicine and these wonderful techniques you're using, you were still noticing that um, there were issues with uh, longevity and repair and a number of things you were noticing that would relate that you kind of started to formulate in the idea that maybe this was related to something else in the, um, you know, in the atmosphere and around us that might be causing these issues. And it sounds like you kind of zeroed in on EMF. Does that sound right? Definitely. Yes. We, we've, I've been looking at this for a handful of years and chatted with Bear about it and had him on our summit as well. And this has been an ongoing journey that we just keep learning about, but I'm, I'm one of the few guys that's a performance coach that actually is just flat out letting everyone know that EMF decharges people and it, it disconnects their brain from their body energetically. And it opens it's it, when they decharge, it becomes a gateway for the body to get injured. And so, and then also obviously wellness is a concern, but for us with athletes, I deal with mostly healthy guys. So we're looking at preventing injuries. So when you decharge the teeth, uh, the pineal gland shuts down, they don't sleep, they don't recover, then it's this, this dot to dot deal where 
uh, eyes, kidneys, liver, all that such will, will not perform at optimal levels. And so it's a gateway for injury. And then on the brain not connecting, you have the cognitive portion. So they're not thinking, they're not processing, they make unforced errors. You know, that whole portion of it ties directly into it. So uh, it's, this is a big, big challenge for healthy people as well as uh, people that are compromised. Fascinating. And, you know, just doing some cursory research into EMF, you know, for the most folks out there who are interested and have some intuitive concepts that, you know, this, we're surrounded by this stuff and it's probably not healthy. When you do the typical Google search, you run into the usual quagmire of um, contradicting information, uh, specific mainstream articles in scientific journals that are countering uh, what I think most people intuitively know. And I'm, I you know, just did some studying and basically the consensus still out there is that the scientific studies have not shown uh, conclusive evidence that EMF exposure leads to illness or is damaging in any ways. Uh, I'll read a couple little things here. Uh, in the 1990s, several well-regarded national research organizations looked at the potential health problems associated with EMF exposure. In 1995, the American Physical Society reviewed reports and literature on EMF exposure and concluded that there was no consistent significant link between cancer and power line fields. In 1999, the National Research Council, part of the National Academy of Sciences, examined evidence from the EMF uh, uh, RAPID program, a government program established in 1992 to study EMF exposure, and concluded that it was very unlikely that EMFs in the normal domestic or occupational environment produce negative health effects, including cancer. Uh, however, in 1999, the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences acknowledged that because of the existence of weak scientific evidence that exposure may pose a leukemia hazard, it could not entirely rule out this possibility that EMF exposure caused health problems. Although today, most scientists believe that low-level exposure to EMFs does not cause health problems, researchers continue to study the issue. Um, one thing I'll throw in here, we noticed that and this is something we talk a, about a lot on this show, is that quote-unquote science is typically political, it's related to commerce, and you notice most of these are societies, these are government uh, paid-for programs or often paid by large corporations to run these tests, and um, unfortunately, we get bogged down into politics. We get bogged down into a lot of different issues. Also, you know, a lot of these studies will do a specific um, experiment, if you will, on a uh, specific exposure level with rats or something um, that isn't taking into consideration the entire environment a human lives in. Um, and it might be just a specific type of exposure. So there's a lot of facets that go into this, but I guess my point of bringing this up is that it's still really tough for the average Joe who, as I said, intuitively probably gets the feeling that, hey, this is probably not good for us. But when they go to research this, it's really hard to get a definitive answer. So through your clinical studies and research and in working with athletes, how did you come to this conclusion? 
that, you know, EMFs are in fact not healthy. Well, you know, it's wild that we're ignoring a lot of the public agencies that are calling them possible class two carcinogenic. So, so like the world health organization, they, they've actually came out and said that same with the, I mean, we're in California. So California department of public health, the CDPH uh, listed as a possible class two carcinogenic on their site. They're saying just, they, they were sued a few years ago uh, by a Berkeley professor to release findings so that they came up with that. So there's big public organizations that are claiming this. Uh, we're just, uh, we basically are, we're being, uh, uh, the, the FCC is a captured ag agency and they're, they're just strong arming it and mandating it. And there's a lot of cities that are up in arms and that are really feel that they're being bullied by the FCC. So uh, when, when you get a lot of people really understanding the science behind it, uh, I think a lot of things will change. I don't think it's going to uh, hit as hard and fast as, as everyone's touting it, but uh, they're going to do their best to make it. But the question you asked is like, how did I figure this out? Well, you just have to look at science, Mike. I mean, this is, it's pure science. I'm not looking at anything other than science. So how does our body rev and how does this electromagnetic frequencies rev? And they're totally two different <laughs> ways that they rev. So let's look at uh, the, the sun is unpolarized. It distributes equally in every direction. So we're good with that type of radiation. The challenging part with EMF is it's man-made. It's, it's polarized. So it's meant to go in one direction. That's a different wavelength than our body thrives with. And so that alone is pretty scary. Then the second part of it is you add 10 zeros, 10 zeros to the speed of the wavelength. So you add 10 zeros to anyone's bank account, that's a significant difference. You add 10 zeros to the speed of a wavelength that's polarizing on a body that's not used to that type of a frequency and doesn't do well with it and revs at a really low frequency, that's daunting and scary. So you just looking at science and understanding the difference in the speed of how we rev, the Schumann resonance of the earth is 7.8 hertz or waves per second, you know, depending on the season. We rev at a really low frequency and a low hertz. So does the earth. That's how we ground and heal. These things, we're looking at billions of so your router and your, you know, your smartwatch is 2.45 billion waves per second. You know, the 4G, these cell towers are 20 billion waves per second. 5G wow. is going to be 60 to 90 billion waves per second. That is just unbelievably fast and daunting. So understanding the, the difference between how we are and how this stuff is, you don't really need studies. I mean, you just know that they're <laughs> so different and so fast. I, I don't... I, there's, you don't, I don't need someone to tell me that this stuff is bad for me because just, you just know it because it's so, so different and so much faster than how we rev and athletes when they're in an alpha state, they're in a really low brainwave state. When we're in a Delta, a deep Delta REM sleep, we're in the, you know, the one to 10 Hertz or waves per second. And even some people will go below one when you're really producing Lots of good hormones from, from uh, you know, your pineal gland, 
melatonin and more. And it's, it's that just going from one or below one hertz or wave per second to 60 to 90 billion without any bio studies or any environmental studies, it's criminal. It's common. Yeah. It comes down to common sense there. Um, and the alpha state, we like the alpha state being alpha Vedic, of course, that was one of the inspirations behind our name. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) Bear, um, what what do you got to jump in here? Because I know you have uh, a, an immense understanding of waveform mechanics. How does this kind of uh, match up with your understanding with um, that that knowledge? Well, I just echo everything Justin's saying, and I too don't need double blind uh, institutionalized <laughs> studies to tell me that this stuff is bad. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty intuitive. And when I look at my clinical practice um, back in my career days and still seeing uh, a number of people to this day, you see things pre-Wi-Fi because I've been around for a long time and practiced. And then you see all the post-electronic age uh, maladies that, you know, I didn't see in practice. So anybody... Again, it doesn't take a study to just sit back and say, hmm, why are these things happening now when they didn't happen then? And then you, uh, you also observe that, okay, what's changed? And the, the, the ubiquitous uh, element that's affecting us all are, are these frequencies. And so, um, you know, I've spent a lot of my time uh, – helping people deal with the after effects of these things. And I'm really excited to have Justin on here today because he's really an expert in this field and has a lot of solutions to help people deal with these so they aren't quite as affected uh, uh, so they don't have to end up to someplace seeing a character like myself. So I'm really uh, anxious to hear more about uh, Justin, uh, what he has and and explanations as far as how his technologies work. And and, uh, I'll let him do the explaining because he understands it better. But um, his uh, devices are, are, I I would call them low tech and not to say that they aren't uh, very advanced because what he's done is found a way to harness what's already available on energy and make it available in a concentrated form uh, that can work, in my opinion, infinitely better than a lot of these uh, technological devices that are created to counter technology. So I think we need to return to nature, uh, and that's exactly what Justin has done. So uh, I'll let Justin talk more about that. Cool. Thanks, Dr. Bear. That's awesome. Well, before I dive too much into the grounding bag, let's go over just some of the, the, the steps that I feel are needed for everyone to have awareness and boundaries with EMF. And the first step is you have to look at your own health and build your own chi and your life force. You have to be feeding your body with the proper nutrition and you know no one does it better than Dr. Bear and, and his you know, proteins and amino acids and just get the alphabetic nutrients that's alive from mother earth and get those energies in your stomach so you can build your life force up and your chi up 
And when you have that chi and life force, you're, you're going to be way more resilient than the average person. There, there's Shaolin monks live with cell towers all up and around them, and they're not as affected as much because their chi is so, so powerful. They can have that energy. So you got to look at nutrition and what Dr. Bear is doing and alphabetic and you know what you guys are doing there, Mike, is that is, is, is going to be step one. You just have to build your life force and feed your body with things that are alive and pure and not over-processed to death and over herbicide, pesticide and uh, all the bad that goes into it and GMO. <laughs> so you need to get that, get that good nutrients in your body. So that's step one. Number step two, there's a proximity component. So you want to have uh, awareness of boundaries with this stuff. So you got to know when to shut stuff off. So at night, electricity is off in my room and router is off in the house. So I'm, you know, our, our basically we're shutting down electricity in the bedrooms and then the router off. Phones are on airplane mode and then off. And I'll get into the Faraday bag in a little bit uh, to reverse the polarizing effect of the phone, uh, which is an insane solution. But, but as far as proximity-wise, really establish some boundaries. And computer setups and office don't have the back of a computer of your, your coworker right behind your head. Just thinking that the emissions only come out from the front. Don't put beds against uh, the wall where there's a smart meter, a two-way uh, automated reader that the gas and electric company are just spitting out. It, it basically pulses every seven to 12 seconds. They're just pinging, bing, and bing. And that infrequency of a pulse, that, that sporadic pulsing is so, so, so bad for our body. Be aware of not putting beds on the other side of refrigerators for the milligoss. So how you configure your home, I mean, we have our bedroom on the other side of a TV. If my wife's in bed, you know, watching our TV in our room and her, the back of her head's against the wall, I'm not going to have the TV on in the, in the living room that, that has, uh, that's right, you know, her head's on the other side of it when she's on the other side of it. There's no way. So you just, uh, you got to have this awareness of proximity to these stressors. And, you know, if you do have cell towers or things that are really daunting, we'll get into how to clear that. But, but uh, ideally, proximity is number, you know, two. And then the third thing would be solutions for it. And you can look at it supplementally through alphabetic. And, and I, I want to ping it back to Dr. Bear here in a sec. And, and you know, carbon 60 has been amazing. You have some other zeolites uh, supplements that are awesome for these detoxing. You got to flush the body. So my whole thing is this constant detox and flushing helps you really not build up all that toxicity, but you have to also repel this, this, uh, these frequencies and, and then recharge your body and ground it. And that's what I've done with the grounding bag. So uh, let me dive into that for a second. The grounding bag, it's basically a bag of crystals and they're colloid crystals, which means they've been compressed with water forever and ever. And this is the first time they're seeing air. And 
so this bag is one of the cool thing is, is, is it acts like a, a homeopathic tincture. You tap on it. Oh man, energy is motion. And this thing just starts kicking off energy and, and it'll amplify your frequency. It'll 20 X to you. So it'll about four to eight times uh, X you just by having it on you, on your energy. And then it'll about 20 X you when you just tap on it and keep it on you. So these things are uh, a gift from God. We, f we hand mine the crystals and they carry an incredible medicinal frequency. It's the healing pulse uh, of the planet in, in this bag. And so yeah, that's one thing I noticed, Justin, when I, cause thank you, uh, you sent, uh, me a couple and I, um, I'm, I'm actually recording now live on Instagram too. So this is such an important topic that I want everyone to hear about this. But um, I actually have right here, got one of the bags. Actually, I had a question real quick. You, you can keep it in this nice uh, burlap or whatever uh, cotton bag here, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you keep it together. Don't open it. Because if you open it, the, this thing will dry out. And then you, you want the crystals to stay solid. That's where they have their charge. So you use it as is. You put it in your bed, right next to your head or any injury area, uh, contusion, concussion area, neck pain, uh, post-surgery, post-op stuff, put it right near that injury and it'll, it'll recharge it and start to heal it from the outside in. I recommend three on the ground, uh, centrally located. The more of a bigger mound you can create centrally in a house, the better. Uh, that'll clear a whole bigger area, like three per 2,000 square feet. And then I recommend one in or underneath your bed too for a deeper dream sleep. So one thing, I, so I have one under my bed and I will say I've been having crazy dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing too I noticed when I got it um, is that I, uh, when I was holding it in my hand and maybe this is just me, you know, making this up in my imagination, but I swear I could feel uh, kind of a, like electrostatic, electrostatic or some kind of feeling in my fingertips as I was holding yeah. the bag. Is that really something happening or is that just me or maybe it's grounding right there? Or it's No, you're, you're one of the gifted ones too, Mike. And we call them gifted because you can feel energy and you can, you can understand what that feels. And that is basically positive energy. That's that medicinal healing energy that's recharging your system at the same time repelling the bad. And you know, it's, it's just like friction. You rub your hands apart and you can feel that energy go back and forth. And I know Dr. Bear is good at it. I, I do lots of muscle testing. I can feel energy really well. And these bags, I mean, even tap it a few times and, and it's just, it'll amplify <laughs> even more. So that's, that's good. That's, that means you have that awareness and that gift of awareness and feeling energy. And you don't want to disconnect from your body to feel that you want to be connected and be able to take in these senses. That's the beauty of life. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. So uh, maybe give the audience a little bit of a better understanding of what exactly is in the bags and how it works. Yeah, they're, they're wet coiled crystals. They're hand mined uh, here in the USA. And we actually uh, just put them in. They're in this uh, beautiful bag. There's Faraday bag. 
and it just really protects and creates more of a Faraday cage around you and your surrounding. And then it'll amplify that good factor, uh, you know, of the rock. So you're getting this, this, this positive charge, this amp of these rocks uh, just throughout your life. So you're, you're able to repel. But it, we're going back to the difference between wet crystals and dry crystals. The, the amethyst and the shungite and all those are great. They're, they're known to have those properties. But they don't have that compressed water content in them to help the repel that emf as well as these do and create that pulse of life so it's a significant difference one of the other things that uh, several years ago i was working with a more uh, of uh, crystals with copper and the copper would be the conductor and you'd put these devices directly on phones or laptops or you know or the a direct source and what we're finding is is that this technology is getting so strong and so powerful that the, the, the positive effect of, of some of these you know, crystals with the copper end up reversing and, and they'll, they'll uh, amplify the bad and imprint it in you. And so it's so hard to actually clear a device directly with copper and and crystals they just need to be grounded too too often and it ends up amplifying the bad so these grounding bags are just uh, an absolutely unbelievable solution we're selling them at clinics all through california you know newport beach like some of the top guys dr toby Watkinson in san diego taught us about uh the tapping on it how it works like a tincture uh, and, and these guys that are that have been in this space forever, like legends in the space, like Dr. Bear, are absolutely blown away. They they don't really get to feel this type of energy because you can't find it. Most of the guys that are mining similar crystals, they're doing them with machines, so they just kill the efficacy of it. And and Dr. Bear and your soil work, you know that how you treat the soil and care for it is directly correlated to the output of what your crop is. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah and I just want to make a comment about your bag. Sorry, Mike. Oh, go ahead. Um, so uh, this is a Tai Chi ball <laughs> and I've done internal martial arts for uh, most of my life now. So um, the principle is, is you do movements and you're using your mind to direct energy through your limbs and particularly through your hands. And when you get proficient, you actually feel, and this is a dense, heavy ball, you actually feel energy penetrating between your hands so that it penetrates the wood and you feel it coming out of both sides. Awesome. So that takes a lot of practice, but it does uh, you know, require that you, um, you know, learn how to project energy like that. Now, when I got this, I started playing with it a bit, uh, one of Justin's bags. And when I put it between my hands, like a Tai Chi ball, it's like having a live wire in my hands. It's just, wow. uh, you know, there's not even a, a need for me to project the energy. It just starts literally vibrating. And, uh, and, and, and then also I experimented with under <clears throat> my bed. And uh, I do a few other things in my bedroom. You know, my wife, poor wife, uh, has to go to sleep <laughs> in like a laboratory experiment every night. 
but this is uh, demonstrably uh, powerful. And I've used a lot of devices. So, um, and again, I, I would default back to it's the fact that uh, what Justin has done is he's got the most powerful elements within nature and uh, packaged it in a way where it really, really makes a difference. And I'm already sending uh, my clients uh, to get these because EMF, in my opinion, is the, the biggest intrusion on the free will of uh, all of us in the history of humanity. And one other thing I'll, I'll just add, and, and, uh, and I want to hear more from Justin, is that what we think of as disease is really the body recalibrating itself and regaining its health. So we misunderstand disease greatly. It's, it's really not that we're a victim of a disease. And even with these toxic exposures, when the body does develop cancers and things, it's the body's way of writing itself. Now, um, in the field of New German medicine, we understand and it's been demonstrated that this uh, recalibration process goes through two phases. The first phase is your sympathetic nervous system kicks in and starts the first half of the process. And then in order for the body to go full circle back to complete health, it goes into a second phase, which is parasympathetic dominant. Parasympathetic being you rest and digest uh, part of your nervous system and the sympathetic, you're uh, more fight or flight. Now, it's important that you go full circle into that second phase. Now, EMS, Wi-Fi's, uh, cell phones, they keep us in a constant state of sympathetic nervous system dominance. And not only does that make it hard to sleep <laughs> and uh, just have kind of a calm, harmonious day, but when the body is initiating activities that will heal us, it gets caught on these uh, um, very detrimental and, and even, well, detrimental plateaus. And that's the source of a lot of the chronic illness that we see today. So uh, anything we can do to neutralize these EMFs is going to allow our body to regain its harmony and, um, and also regain health at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Well, the nerves, I mean, going back to athleticism, working with the guys, I, I can test the nerves just like a functional neurologist. So I just use their same nerve testing protocol, Dr. Bear, and, and I could deal with all the motor nerves and then also the sensory nerves. And what I'm finding is that you know, we, we test uh, one, one of the good corrections that will give you guys a tip. So when you get the bags on emfrocks.com, put them near you, tap on them, put one hand over your face like this, because that's going to direct your muscle testing like to that teeth and eyes area. And that'll help focus that recharging to that area. And once we can reset that, uh, we can go in and start treating the nerve. So if there's a delayed nerve response, if I'm checking C6, which is a bicep nerve, if I say hold strong to a bicep and there's a delay, that means those nerves aren't traveling at 325 miles an hour. So that means there's a delay. So when we treat them, there's no delay after. And so the nerves are basically your biggest part of your body. You have to get in that parasympathetic mode to heal and perform and get out of the sympathetic mode. So 
but then we also need to dial up the nerve speed individually for all the motor nerves and then also the sensory nerves. And that's for performance. And the guys will come in and they're, they're driving Teslas wearing <laughs> smart watches and they're just blown out to pieces. And so we have to reconnect them, uh, recharge them, I should say, and then start working on their nervous system to, to make sure that nerve speed is up. And I call it stability. So when someone isn't testing strong, that's a lack of stability. So my goal, primary goal is to stabilize someone. And, and, and I can do it now really fast, faster than ever before. Uh, but once they leave, they're stable. And then we can lengthen them after those nerves where, know where the nerve junction is and where the end point is. Wow. That's a good, you brought up Tesla there. Uh, I kind of went down a Tesla rabbit hole a couple of days ago because I have so many friends that have bought the whole Tesla uh, line and sinker. And um, I've never been a big fan, but um, my wife did used to have a leaf and I mean, they're fun cars, but as you know, as we know, you're sitting on a dirty electrical battery array. And if you're driving a lot, um, that's frightening. And what's even more frightening is that is the future that the powers that be have decided for us to go as far as um, where we're getting our power, it's battery. Uh, they want to push batteries. And um, so now we're, we're looking more and more into dirty electricity all around us. And uh, the fact that it's a good point, all these um, uh, athletes are driving these Teslas and they're sitting in traffic on the way to the game. And <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's just crazy. So I guess having your bag uh, in your car um, is a must if you're driving a Tesla. Yeah, definitely, Mike. You're going to want to have four in the car. You're going to have one under each seat because there's so many batteries and they're so prolific. And those uh, electric cars, similar to Tesla, they're, they, they, they check the three boxes, the milligoss, the dirty electricity, and the radio frequency, and they check all of them at the highest level. So if you put a milligoss meter up, uh, just anywhere in the dashboard, driver's pass, passenger side, you're going to get up into you know 70 milligauss. We rev at one and below is our safe levels. And then jury electricity, I don't know. Uh, but all I can tell you is when I test a house with a Tesla battery for solar on the roof, which is solar ends up being really taxing on the body, although it's great, better for the environment per se, uh, e even though they're throwing dead batteries with acid and mines and they haven't figured out how to recycle them uh you don't want those on your house because this the it acts as a dirty electricity and it creates lots of uh sparking in the line uh, so it sets your electric meter you plug it in and you'll be up into the 900 to, to you know 1200 range when you're supposed to be at 25 or 50 mm -hmm. uh you know as far as gs units and that's amps versus volts. And then you get into the radio frequency and, and they're off the charts. They, everything's radar. They're trying to read and self-drive. And so you have so much of that radio frequency going. And they're putting in 5G routers inside the car. So you're sitting at a 5G router inside of the car. And that's super daunting. I guess the most challenging with the 5G is they, they call it the phased uh, array. And that basically they're having these small little antennas and they're putting several of them together. And those antennas end up making this just array this that's just so laser focused and it just penetrates way deeper into the body. 
and it just causes so much, so many more health challenges than ever before. And so this uh, phased array challenges is uh, one of the things that not a lot of people talk about, you know, because there's multiple frequencies going in one and multiple antennas. And this creates this beam that it's just crazy, narrowly focused. So that's bad. One, one other thing I want to mention is a colleague, we used to work with pro athletes, and all pros, only pros, and he would do blood testing for them, and he would tell them nutrient-wise what they would do. He got a contract up in with the military, and he started uh, reading blood for the military. He threw in a variable of uh, guys driving electric cars. It was his biggest marker change on all of his blood tests. Wow. They were 18% lower testosterone for guys driving electric cars. So most of the guys, I live in Newport Beach, and most of the guys around here driving Teslas and wearing smartwatches, uh, at least my age, or, you know, I'm late 40s, so, uh, you know, and they're, or older, you know, anywhere from there to 65 or so are all doing, you know, steroids and hormone replacement stuff and synthetics in their body. So they're not, you know, getting hit as much on the testosterone because they're replacing it synthetically. So, but it's just, it was a crazy market change. I bet. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious. It's like the more synthetic, the more digital we go, the more we go against our natural um, way that our body functions. And as an athlete, I think the, the big movement should be going back to as natural as you can be. I mean, obviously we're not going to be going back to horse John buggies, but um, you know, going more analog, that's something that we're always pushing on this channel. And there are amazing analog technologies out there crystal technologies, uh, Tesla technologies um, that the future can embrace. And we can live in these beautiful, smart, real smart cities that are, you know, more philosopher driven, more real science driven, because I really believe that is what we need as in humanity. We can't all just be living out by ourselves and out in the forest because that's not going to lead to a, 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 a grand civil, civilized evolution. We need to be in cities that aren't completely encapsulated by these dirty uh, electronics and bad technology. And the scary thing is that that's where we're going. I look at schools now, and schools have all been mandated to have iPads or tablets, which are, in the United States are all Wi-Fi driven. And so my kids, I, we live out here, gorgeous, in the, you know, in the middle of a national forest, surrounded by beauty, you know, beautiful rivers and, and trees and really, really clean air. And yet my kids go to this tiny mountain school and have an iPad all day. And so that is so scary because the way the iPad works is that the receiver for the Wi-Fi is actually down at the bottom pointing right at your groin when you're holding it in your lap. And we know the testes and the female organs are highly susceptible to these, um, to these dirty waveforms and they literally heat up from them. And so now we're looking at fertility issues. Uh, and so I teach my kids to always when they're working with their iPad, have it on their, um, have it on their desk. And uh, so at least they're having some protection from the wood on the desk over them. Um, but as we talked earlier, Justin, um, there are simple solutions right now that if we were smarter and we put more political pressure on these school systems where we could have a wired ethernet systems that at least we're 
uh, don't have the nasty Wi-Fi going in these poor development, developing bodies. And I, I understand there are some places in Europe that have instituted this, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, France banned Wi-Fi in elementary schools over four years ago. Brussels won't even think about 5G because <laughs> it's so challenging for our health. And you're right. I mean, it is a manufacturing challenge. Even with the current levels, we can change them if we wire them properly. And that's the crazy thing. I saw a YouTube video. This guy had a, a milligas meter and he went into some older Teslas and into some newer ones. Well, the newer ones are grounded better. Like the dashboard was way lower. It was about, mm -hmm. you know, 10 milligas, which is still nine times higher than you want. But the other ones were up to 70 milligas. That's, that's literally the amount of electricity that would power 15 homes in the port streets in Newport Beach. That's absolutely daunting. That's what that meter reads. And that's in the front of the, those cars. So when, when they like got smart and they're like, oh, God, we can't keep cooking people. We have to ground this stuff out. They can do it right if they really want to. It just takes a little, little more effort. Wow. And that's what Dave Stetzer said. He said a lot of this can be really solved with, uh, the, with those uh, electrical wirings. And the school challenge, I, I just cleared – donated several thousand dollars worth of product to Our Lady Queen Angels uh, school where, where my daughter goes in Newport Beach and then the, uh, the church as well because they have a tower in the church. So that was decharging all the parishioners and the, the student athletes and students. So uh, I, I donated a bunch and created mounds throughout all these areas to, to clear that, that school. And so it's going to be a huge, huge change. Now these kids will have a fighting chance because you're right. The, the eggs absorb 10 times the amount of radiation. The guy's sperm counts will plummet. Fertility is a big challenge. And then we're looking at, I'm looking at more at too as behavioral challenges. When this brain disconnects, the first few signs are basically fatigue or they can't think or they have a little anxiety and stress and uh, they'll act out, they'll lash out. The next step, steps will be more muscle twitch, headaches, uh, bloody noses, ringing in the ears. You know, the, the, and, then, and then you go into the next phase, which are all the bigs uh, from suicide, Alzheimer's, diabetes, cancer. Uh, those are the top ones that are directly correlated with EMF. And it, just from me going in, with the three meters I have to measure the three different stressors, there's directly correlated to health challenges in different neighborhoods on different blocks. The blocks that have the highest levels will have the sickest people for sure. Uh, but to get back to the school thing too, one of the good things maybe we can recommend for the schools is there's apps now that they can turn off the Wi-Fi right away so kids aren't uh, searching the web so at least we can, we can turn a lot of that stuff off and then turn it back on when they're using it and then have safe mechanisms. What you're saying is like, and I, and I talked to the father at the church and then I talked to the principal of the school and I'm like, hey, you guys, let's have some criteria on how we use this. We need to be taught how to use this stuff. You definitely don't want to put it on your lap. You want to have it up on a desk and, and when you're not using it, it's off and you shut it off. And that's... We have to get to that mindset as like, hey, let's use it. Uh, but when we're done, we're done. And then also let's have these incredible lines of detection or protection, you know, lines of defense 
in addition to really having some uh, new health and nutrition awareness of, of feeding our body with the right nutrition. Yeah, I mean, taking your technology, the Tesla concept, if they line the whole battery array above it with, uh, you know, a similar thin, you know, bag of crystals like that um, to help ground, stuff like that. I mean, it's just, I guess, spreading awareness and educating and having a national dialogue and international dialogue and pressuring the politicians to start uh, ramping up uh, better protocols for this, because we know that these corporations, their bottom dollar is what all that matters and keeping their stockholders happy and they could care less unless the pressure comes where, um, and that just, you know, relies upon people like yourself spreading this awareness. So right yeah, on. De definitely. Thanks. No, I mean, I, I, I don't see why there shouldn't be, there should be uh, at least if we're, if we're going to be mandated to be radiated, like they should have shutdown times for cell towers. Like they should put those like at a, 11 o'clock, 10.30, you know, to 5.30, just turn them off, let people sleep and heal, give us at least some bit of a fighting chance. <laughs> you know, it's just, there. there's so many things I think we could do for more awareness if we're going to learn to coexist with this stuff. One of the things I think, uh, I don't want to scare everyone. And if you have an emotional scare to this stuff, that's even worse than being affected by it because you're going to, get in that whole sympathetic mode that Dr. Bear talked about. But, uh, and, and clearing that emotional holding pattern to be like, oh, no, this is crazy stuff. Uh, that's really important, too. One of the a quick story here, I got a call from a client. He's like, Justin, I, 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 I'm part owner of this company. We just moved into this new location. I can't go in there at all. My head starts going crazy, starts buzzing. I want to kill the people next to me. You're like, I'm freaking out. You got to come clear this and check it out. I went over and this is in Newport Beach at Lido Island. There's a parking structure and they have these faux walls and they have uh, cell towers. Oh my goodness, man. I've never felt anything like it. I felt like I was being attacked. I walked up there and instant headache instantly. And, and I got the, the shit scared out of me. Like I was freaked after. So I had to go get a clearing and I'm like, Oh my God, this is what's going to happen. You know, and this is years ago. And uh, so I, I had to clear the emotional stuff from it because that is worse than just being hit by it. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, well, we talk end, about that all the time. We live in a thought universe. So it's really, and this goes back to the monks too. It's not even their diet. It's their ability to ground their emotions and ground their thought forms into a place, a space that protect themselves. We talk, we, we did an, an amazing talk about veganism versus paleo. And the, what, you know, the thing we always talk about is in the end, if you're really in tune with your emotions and your spirit and how to um, control your own thoughts, you um, can really put yourself through almost anything. And get out good. I mean, it's it's amazing the power of um, of our own um, our own minds. Definitely, yeah. So that's subconscious. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say on that note uh, to kind of add a positive element here is that since we are an electric thought based universe, we can build an impenetrable uh, Faraday cage around ourselves just by energetically building it up. 
but it requires uh, practice and a belief system that's based on knowledge, uh, not on some kind of mysticism, but a real knowledge of how we can, with our intention and with our focus, harness these energies which are uh, abundant. I mean, it's everywhere. There's no place where the life force is not present. And we can concentrate these and be uh, impervious to anything. Of course, the challenge is these microwaves and frequencies we're talking about make it really difficult for people to even entrain their thoughts for five seconds on one thing, let alone uh, go into a deep contemplation and really experience these things firsthand. So I believe the, the real solution in the long run is somehow we've got to get back in charge of our school systems and, uh, or, or at least teach the parents to expose kids to these concepts from day one so that they have a fighting chance out there. Uh, one other thing I'll mention uh, just in basic health is that it's, uh, it's um, absolutely uh, demonstrable that these have a great effect on our bodies. Now, imagine what they do to microorganisms. Now, microorganisms are what make life in our body and in the soil and the things we grow possible. And in fact, microorganisms, uh, they do so many things on the biomolecular level, but they also are conveyors of information. You can think of them as curators of the collective consciousness of humanity. And what's so detrimental about these uh, very rapid waveforms is that they um, kill and, and uh, kill these microorganisms and then also force them to make cyclic changes so that they actually can become pathogenic. And, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot of awareness these days of gut health and how the gut's the second brain and, and uh, you know, building up your, your gut so that you have uh, proper colonizations of these organisms and so forth. Now, if these colonizations are being eradicated by these frequencies, uh, along with vaccines and, and so forth, especially in a developing human, uh, these organisms, again, as they uh, uh, transmit the collective consciousness of humanity, that is very important, and that's why childhood diseases are important, as we call them, not really diseases, but like measles, mumps, and so forth, because they can, these uh, organisms convey information and are important in helping uh, kids make developmental changes to the next level. So what we're really doing uh, through these technologies and by interfering with these microorganism populations is we're retarding the development of kids and therefore the, uh, the future of humanity, really. Yeah, children are under attack the most and it's an absolute crime. Um, not only do we have the vaccine issue and shout out to all my lady friends that were at the Capitol yesterday, there was a massive rally yesterday you know, on SB 276, and um, our boy uh, Bobby Kennedy had an arousing speech about freedom, and I think nice. he should run for president personally. But um, anyways, as a side note, the other thing that's just absolutely completely alarming to me is the fact that schools nationwide are selling real estate for cell towers as a way to get more money. So now we have cell towers on the actual schools 
which is just along with the Wi-Fi, along with, I mean, it just goes on and on. And when we lived in Redondo Beach, I mean, talk about when you live in a really condensed urban environment where you have the other thing too, we haven't really talked about are the smart meters. And um, actually there's a buddy in here, um, Chancho in the chat who was diagnosed with brain tumor and who's been, um, uh, you know, dealing with that. He slept with the smart meter two feet from his head for six years. Uh, Finally had PG&E remove it. Uh, we actually put out, the word got even out here that smart meters are coming in and I put a no trespassing sign. I locked my box. Uh, I worked from home. The guy showed up and he actually had a very um, cordial discussion with him and was able to avoid that nightmare. So we still have an analog box and I let him come on and read the, come on, you know, every month they come over and read the meter. I hit him a high five and offer him coffee and hey man, it's, it's cool. It's a job too. So, but the smart meters... Uh, now, and when you live in a really condensed environment, sure, you know, their, their, um, their whole debate is, or their, what they say is that it just sends a signal every now and then, and as the farther you get, it, you know, it decreases rapidly every foot, et cetera. But when you're living in a, an environment where every house has them, every apartment has them, and so you're being bombarded every place you go, um, I guess what we're talking about is the toxic um, accumulation um, of all of this stuff. And I think it would be really cool, me being in tech, I was looking to see if this was out there and I don't see a, I don't see an app for this yet, but if there was some way where it's like my EMF exposure and if we could tap into the APIs of all these different services and so that we can map out, you know, um, where the cell towers are, where, where the smart meters are in your area, um, electrical lines, uh, radio towers, uh, et cetera. And you can start to, we can grid this out and start getting a visualization of all these waveforms everywhere. Imagine if we could actually see the waveforms, every single human being would be up in arms because <laughs> it would just be, we would see we're completely surrounded in a matrix of these things. So, um, that's yeah, my, I, that. no, for sure. I have a graphic I'll send you guys, uh, that, that picture is the number of antennas that they have. Uh, in the late 1900s to early 2000s to 2025. And it basically, the whole globe just goes red with oh. dots. So, yeah, it's, it's just super, super scary. They want to create what they call an internet of things. So it, that's why it'll be really important to shut down everything and, and change your smart meter to analog. It's about 75 bucks. I did it. Uh, and then it's extra $10 a month. So it's very feasible to do, uh, for the most part. So I highly recommend it, but keep an eye on it. Cause they, they just, uh, on, on a whim, they went and changed my meter back to a smart meter yep. and I called and complained and, and no one had any explanation of how it got changed. They just said there was a work order for it. <laughs> wow. So yeah, lots of fraud going on at SDG and E that I don't uh, really need to fight, but I just, we can share it with you guys. So even if you do pay to change it, make sure that they don't change it back on you is, is my recommendation. But this internet of things is basically the smart meter connects to every device, every smart device in your home. So it's a big in privacy invasion because they know when you're using, what you're using, when you're home, what you're doing at all times of the day. But that connects to, uh, just the whole neighborhood. So you have 
you know, the 5G will be several spectrums of frequency within one. And then you have, let's say, a couple thousand homes around your area. And, and then you, you have, you know, all the, you just, you multiply these number of frequencies times the number of homes times the number of appliances at times, you know, and devices. And it, it just becomes this internet of things. It's this ongoing current that the channel of energy, it's, uh, the effective radiated power is just yeah. daunting. We need a revolution is what we really need. And I'm, I'm highly idealistic. I work in blockchain and crypto. I'm developing along with some brilliant people all, all over the world, a new revolutionary crypto that will work in conjunction with Bitcoin. And this is going to be the daily spend crypto. Um, and we're working on some pretty trippy stuff. However, we, we need a revolution in with how we power our lives. And, you know, we know about Tesla, we know about uh, a number of other amazing inventors at the turn of the 20th century. That's technology is out there. And without giving too much away, we'll have guests in the future going more into this. But with blockchain, I feel like we finally have a way to have the information saved and encrypted and for the publics, because that's been the big problem we've had in the past in regards to getting this technology out is that one, a lot of the inventors fall for the, uh, the old got to get the patent, which we know is a honey trap and how, so they can steal new technology. And so with open source, we don't need patents. We just open source it. And then two, um, the private servers, the computers that this technology is on houses are raided, people are murdered. And then the technology is stolen. On a, on a true blockchain, on a, two, on a true open source public ledger that has appropriate decentralization, um, they can never get it. So even putting it on the Bitcoin blockchain, we can take that information out and we can get it so uh, saturated across the world, uh, across so many nodes, that that technology is now forever out there. So that's where we need to go. We need a revolution. We need a revolution of ideas. We need to start waking up fast. And we can change the world because as we say all the time, we are in a thought universe and instantly, literally, we can change our reality. So, and I'm really, Alpha Vedic, and we're, we're really positive about this. Like, we really see it all happening. And folks like you, Justin, are a massive uh, part of this revolution. You're providing an, a, a very important step towards um, getting there. So, you know, we highly recommend to everybody to get to go to emfrocks.com and look into these uh, these bags, and then one other thing that you you provide is the uh, right here I have it. Let me get into this. This is the uh, Faraday bag. So the idea is you can put your smartphone into this, and as you said, it will inverse the polarity. You want to explain a little bit about how that works, Justin, and how um, individuals can use that on the daily. Yeah, so at emfrocks.com, we uh, I haven't put it up yet, but uh, I'll start selling these Faraday bags. And first off, they protect your electronics. But what we found is is that when you put something good in there, it it it, it really helps it stay good. So the this is one of the only ones. It's a mili military grade Faraday bag. It's one of the best you'll ever find. And it protects from, uh, I don't know how many feet away, but way further than any of the others. So you're getting the best quality. But the cool factor is, is we have an actual protocol to, to reverse the polarizing effect of your cell phone. So what you want to do is you want to 
ground your phone. So make sure it's fully charged. Take it outside, put it outside on the grass, somewhere on the, on the uh, near a tree or something where you can ground the phone for several minutes before you go to bed. Grab your phone, put it back in the Faraday bag, make sure it's off, you know, airplane mode's off, you know, airplane mode's on, phone's off. Put it in the Faraday bag and seal it shut. And the next day, it's physics. It takes that bad energy and converts it into good. So until you plug that thing into bad electricity somewhere that's not really grounded right, uh, you'll have a, a normalized charge on your phone. Wow. That is so cool. I also use it as a storage uh, bag for all my crypto uh, hard drives and stuff. Yeah. So just in case there's some sort of EMF attack or, you know, sun issue, um, uh, my, my money's safe. But um, yeah, that definitely. is fascinating. That is so cool. So first, first step, go ground your phone, put it out on the grass and throw it in there with the full charge. Let it sit overnight. And then when you start your day, the next day, um, you're much better protected using your phone until you have to charge it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's so, a cool little reverse physics. So Justin, would that bag also prevent people from being able to say track you through the chips on your credit cards or be able to read the information on strips and that sort oh, of definitely. thing? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that, they can't, they, x-ray can't see it. So if you go TSA, you have your grounding bag traveling with you, uh, they'll go, what's in that bag? Because they can't see in it. X-ray can't see through that bag. So yes, it'll protect you from all that as well. So it's a huge protection. And then it also ends up being an amazing tool for normalizing the charge on the cell phone versus having some chip or some man-made device that's going to burn out or sticker or a copper thing with crystals on it that'll end up amplifying the bad over time. Uh, this is the best solution that we have. Great. Very cool. Yeah. And then I want to, Dr. Bear, tell me more about some of your supplements. Like what, what are you guys using now? What are you recommending for EMF. I know we do some detox protocols, some protolytic enzymes, some apple cider vinegar, anything like a bentonite to help flush it out of your system. You know, I use your carbon 60 because uh, Dr. Martin Paul, you know, discovered that the voltage gated calcium channels let the positive calcium the cell. So excess calcium gets in there. So the C60 will help clear that out. And, uh, what, what else do you guys use now? What have you created lately? Right in alignment with our discussion about waveforms and that being the source of all life, um, our zero point technology, which is the liquid supplements, have the transitional elements along with all the minerals you need in their pre-digested shilajit form. So it's really fundamental that people saturate their bodies and the receptors with these elements and uh, talking about transitional elements if you think about that, that's all the analog information be between the keynotes of the major elements. And uh, those are largely lacking and uh, not largely completely lacking in typical supplements. So those are really important. And if you don't have those elements, then uh, it's going to be uh, much easier for uh, toxic metals and other frequencies to affect the receptor sites in your nervous system and create all the havoc.
So I'd say that would be number one. And, and we could talk a lot about, um, uh, you know, just the general nutrition products that we have. Uh, what we're doing is we're, and I'll say this real quick and move on, but we're moving away from some of the powdered formulas because it's much more difficult to maintain the vitality and also to keep sourcing the proper ingredients that, that you know, we absolutely uh, you know, demand having in our products. And so we're making a move to go to completely liquid supplements uh, based on things that we grow here. And we'll be doing spagyric processing. We're already doing it. And um, things that more readily carry the, the waveform patterns that are found in nature, uh, just like your rocks that do the same thing. Our medicine, we want to have the highest potency of these waveforms and to re, um, reconfigure our nervous systems back to their original state. Because it's all about patterns, you know, in our reductionist uh, scientific phases we think we're in, where we try to reduce everything into materialistic components, we've lost sight of the real activity that's in the overriding patterns and just stepping back and understanding that the patterns are all there. And the reason why we have problems is we've been repatterned by these EMFs and all the things we're exposed to. And most uh, detrimental, it's just not all these toxicities that, you know, it's not a great thing to, um, w you know, walk around worrying about toxicities and cleansing all day long because then you become a magnet for them. But what we really want to do is start understanding that we are nature and we just have to repattern ourselves uh, to those original waveforms. And so your products, the products we use, are uh, are meant to do that, and also we're uh, we have a great uh, uh, C60 product, and some uh, inroads are being made with that. That I won't give too much away about that right now, but we're going to be revamping that one too, and it's going to be much more approved. It's the best one on the market right now, uh, but it's going to be a whole different animal here pretty soon. And C60 because it has the most robust waveform. Uh, of any other element in our particular octave of uh, existence. That's why it has uh, the laboratory results and, and research results that indicate that it's so great and why we see the effects we see in ourselves and our pets and everybody that takes it. Yeah, I actually think, um, and Justin, you might know this, I'm, I think a lot of athletes have jumped onto the C60 craze because of uh, the ability to... Um, you know, quickly repair. And, um, you know, we know that a lot of, um, that's like the most immediate effects for me and stuff, uh, as far as endurance and things when I'm now I'm like three or four years into C60. Uh, do you know of athletes using it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good for recovery. So that, that's, that's a huge thing. It's like, and for, for us, it's, it's all about frequency. And when you can amp up the frequency, you can start to expedite the healing. And so when you're getting those good nutrients in there that do that, uh, that repattern you and just correct all that stuff, it's even better. And that's, that's what, yeah, that's why these crystals work is they're just a level of frequency that's 
you know, a higher level than what we're revving at right now and where we should be at. So, uh, and then we can amplify it even more. And that's, that's the beauty of these products. And it's, it's no different than Alphavetics, except for you know, you're, you're ingesting them and, and creating you know, just incredible, incredible formulas that you can take, uh, you know, internally and see those effects just inside out and start to change those patterns. So the combination is just phenomenal for athletes or anyone that's compromised or just uh, wanting to prevent, you know, getting, you know, having any challenges. Yeah. I, and, uh, to- I think I a great, yeah, sorry, Mike. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I was just going to say just- another great use for your, <laughs> you We're go. on the same waveform. We're on the same waveform. I was just going to say, I need to send Justin over to my LA Angels because uh, I'm a big fan of that team and their pitchers can't stay healthy. And I think they're all driving Teslas and not taking C60 because they're blowing out their elbows every year. So um, yeah. I got to recommend, I actually know the radiologist for them. I'm going to send him an email. He's my friend's dad and put him in contact with you. Love it. Let's do it. Let's get them going. These local teams, we gotta, we gotta keep them healthy. And yeah, it's, it's wild. I mean, you look at some of the organizations, they're metering these guys and with radio frequencies every couple of weeks to predict injuries and such. And it, it, you know, at that high level, it's, it's, uh, they're hedging their bets on durations and time. But for me, it's, it's like, let's get away from that and, and understand the body at a different level, how we're looking at it. And that's how you're going to prevent injuries. You can't, you, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're going to be blowing them out more and weakening them more every time you're metering them. So don't meter them every two weeks, you know, or, or, or less. Yeah. It's just, we got to get these stressors away from the body and, and uh, get everyone starting to, you know, really dive back into the pure nutrition that, that you're creating. And the last thing I was going to mention is I'm recommending to my people, uh, a lot of people that I talk to live in the city, and so they rely a lot on water purifiers or buying purified water. And so we're telling them to use these bags um, to recharge their water. Uh, Is there any recommendations you'd have as far as maybe the best way they could do that? Yeah, they could, they could just uh, have a glass of water and, and then have their bag next to it on the counter. And you, they could tap the bag, and, and the bag will help recharge it. You can keep it on a, a bottle of water. You know, we, we use Arrowhead. I, I like to use the spring water. Uh, and, and, uh, so that's, that's great. I think ultimately uh, we'll, some of these crystals we'll be able to do, uh, create some mineral water out of, which would be great, but then you would use distilled water with it because uh, that would ignite the, the properties of, of the crystals and, and the minerals in it. Uh, but for drinking water, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I always like this, this just more of a source from a spring and then to help charge it, just tapping the bag and having it next to it will we'll, we'll charge it for you right away. Great. Another thing too that we have as far as detoxing and and water purification is zeolite. We have a 0.0 zeolite um, formulation. And that's something that I uh, drop in my kids, orange juice every few days, something they don't even taste or know. Um, And it's one of my favorite products that we have because not only do we get the transitional elements 
uh, that are in there, the full assay of all those, but we get the added benefit of a transitional zeolite, which most people know about these days, but ours is uh, highly um, bioavailable. So uh, that's another product that, uh, that we offer that is really um, great for that. I love it. Well, great guys. I think we've had an amazing talk today. Uh, and I, hopefully we've really educated uh, those listening about one of the obvious dangers that surround us with all this technology and the potential solutions in the future that we can start offering to um, our localities, our schools, our towns. It's really up to us, the educated and the aware, to start putting pressure going to uh, local town meetings, going to your school like Justin's doing, um, educating folks that are just in your neighborhood. Uh, you're still lucky enough to have an analog meters and they're starting to come in with smart meters. Go tell your neighbors, uh, give them this podcast, whatever you need to do. And, um, you know, we can start the revolution towards cleaner energy right now. And the other thing that's bummed me out is like when we think of clean energy, we think of solar. And, um, you know, living off grid, we have an off grid operation and, uh, we have solar arrays that are luckily far from the house, but still a lot of people with these solar arrays are right above their sleeping quarters and that's really dirty electricity. So, um, there's a lot to, you know, um, take, take in here, I know. And, um, and it can be kind of daunting, but I, hopefully you get the message here, which is really positive, which is that there are tons of things we can do right now to help protect ourselves and flourish still. And, um, you know, emfrocks.com is a great place to start. Thank Any you. parting words, Justin, for our audience? Yeah, you guys, thank you so much. I mean, if you're listening to this, number one, you're connected with like one of the biggest legends I feel in the health space, uh -huh. Dr. Bear. I mean, there's like, literally two people on the planet that know what he knows. And <laughs> uh, so I'm just so grateful to, to know you guys and be a part of it and have your supplements in my cabinet and feeding my daughter with it and myself and, and uh, family. And yeah, you guys create just, it's the purest brand out there. There's nothing out there that's better because you take the quality to make it and grow it and, it's just not over processed to death. And so that's when, when you find products that are hand grown or with ours or mine, the, the quality is so much superior. And then you add that knowledge into it <laughs> and it, it, and it exponentially increases the benefit. So I, I'm, I, I just want to let everyone know that you guys are in the right hands with Dr. Bear and, and just keep following everything he's doing. Cause what he's producing is just absolutely a saving grace. So thank you for what you guys are doing and thanks for having me on and sharing this grounding bag. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. Thanks everybody for tuning in. This has been an amazing talk. If you like the talk, you can uh, join us on D live. We go live every Thursday on this amazing platform, dlive.tv forward slash alpha Vedic. Um, we're really supporting these, these types of alternative platforms. We feel like they're really important for, uh, to help us get, uh, you know, perpetuate freedom of speech and um, stay away from the censorship of these big megacorp platforms like YouTube. Uh, however, if you still are on YouTube, that's great. So are we. 
You can catch this replay at five o'clock today. Every Thursday we do a live premiere on YouTube. So that'll be on at 5 p.m. and it will live on there. Um, we also are on other uh, like D, I'm going to get more of these on uh, DTube and uh, DSound. Uh, we're also on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Podbean. You can find us there. Really, you just go to our website. Everything's on there, alphavedic.com. Please subscribe to our mailing list so you can get notified of future shows. We have some amazing guests coming down the line as well as some really awesome talks that will, uh, will really play into a lot of the conversation today. Next week, we're going to go into the whole germ theory hoax, and I'm reading up on this right now as we speak, Bichamp versus Pasteur and how Pasteur is this big fraud who really just stole a lot of other people's work and was instrumental in where we are today with a lot of the nonsense with germ theory. That's going to be an amazing show and set a lot of the foundation for what we're about. Uh, you can also join us on Telegram, t.me forward slash alphavedic. That's our daily communication tool that we use for our community. It's something that I'm on all the time. We've got a great thriving community on there that's growing every day. We have amazing conversations. There is nothing that we can't talk about there. There's no judgment. Uh, it's really cool. So I highly recommend it. It's an app you can easily throw on your smartphone. <laughs> and um, basically engage with us. And you can also throw it on your computer as well. So that is Telegram, and the link there is t.me forward slash alphavedic. So, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram, so you can find us there, Twitter, et cetera. Just go to our website. Once again, a big shout out to Justin today for being on the show. Uh, he's been a wonderful guest, and we look forward to potentially having him on in the future. There's lots of other things we can get into. And of course, uh, Dr. Bear Lando, thanks again, bud, for being on. And we look forward to our talk next week. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Dr. Bear.